way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media. Let's a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. From the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute, we're now joined by Erica in the studio. Yeah, it's been a while. In the flesh. Five weeks, roughly. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, okay, interesting. I saw you last year. That you're kidding. In the studio. I mean, I see you every day. But... <laughs> Yeah. Funny how time flies. Yeah, it's good to be back. Welcome back. Thank You're you. back to the grind with your yes. other job, too. Yes. Exciting. Started yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exciting. <laughs> I don't think anything can prepare you for that, but welcome back nonetheless. Thank you. Okay, Erica, so I thought this was just the rumor mill churning something out, yeah. but it turns out there might be more truth to it than met our immediate attention. So the Asian Cup may be long over, but the quarrel between Son Heung-min and Lee Kang-in, it turns out to be very... True. Yeah. So there was a physical altercation between mm. the two players. You mentioned their star players. Um, a, a fight erupted over dinner uh, just the day before mm. the, the semifinal match mm. with Jordan, which South Korea uh, heartbreakingly and surprisingly lost 2-0. I mean, there's no correlation between those two stories, but yeah. just the fact that these are valuable players getting into a physical fight, mm. I, I think it, it concerns any of us. Now, the story yeah. was reported yesterday by The Sun. Can we talk about the details? Yes, so... Uh, on this particular night, some of the younger members of the South Korean team, they ate dinner, they, they finished eating really quickly, and then they got up to enjoy a game of ping pong. Uh, but the captain of the team, Son Heung-min, was apparently really unhappy with the players leaving the dinner table so early because meal times uh, are often used as uh, a time for team bonding. Okay, so... Paris Saint-Germain ace Lee Kang-in was among the younger members that Son Heung-min took issue with. Yeah, so he you know he told him to basically come back to the table and okay. sit down. Uh, there was an exchange of words and an altercation apparently broke out of nowhere, which mm. left Son ultimately with a dislocated finger. Oh, yeah, which he's still nursing back to health. Now, according to the Sun's news report, uh, it quoted a source actually who was there that night. Uh, the fight, again, seemingly happened out of nowhere. It happened really quickly. Uh, a few of the younger players, um, you know, they were told by Swan to sit down. And that was when some disrespectful things were said to Swan Hung min oh. by these younger members. And within seconds, you know, the, the players who got into this fight, they sort of like spilled into the dining area. Uh, you know, their teammates were trying to pull them apart. And this is when Swan Hung min uh, injured his finger while trying to sort of calm everybody. Everybody down. Uh, you know, according Ooh. to the news report, um, Lee Kang In took a swing at okay. Son Heung Min. Yeah. Okay, so things got heated and escalated really fast. I mean, we weren't there, so we're not exactly sure what led to it. It's probably not just ping pong. It's probably not just leaving early. Mm. I mean, the, the point that Son Heung Min, at least according to the report, highlighted was team bonding, That's right? right. And one of the biggest criticisms of Team Korea, dare I say this, was were they lacking sort of team effort yeah right? yeah and uh you know after i saw the story i don't want to like jump into any sort of conclusions right. as to why they performed so badly that night right. um but uh yeah it's almost unsurprising that yeah yeah uh, you know there wasn't 
that glue that that was supposed to like you know you know, mm. you know like make them stick together as a team. We're in such sensitive t- uh, territories. I'm gonna step I away. Know. We're gonna both okay, step I'm away. Gonna step, I'm gonna stop myself <laughs> right there too. <laughs> now, after the story was published, Igangin posted an apology on X for his part in the altercation. Yeah, so he he did. Uh, this is an acknowledgement on his part that okay. the altercation took place. He wrote, "Quote: I have caused great disappointment to all of the football fans who supported the national team. I am so." Sorry. Mm. Uh, and then he said he should have listened to the senior players and uh, he apologized for his bad attitude. Mm. Uh, I'm well aware of how invested fans are in me as a player. From now on, I will try to support the senior players and become a better player and person. Okay, at least he owned up to yep. it, right? Yep. Okay, we'll leave it there for now. Things happen. It's just unfortunate that it happened this way. Don't pull it this way. Yep. Alright, um, you're back in Korea. <laughs> uh, is this the warmest February you've ever seen? Possibly. Right? I mean, because I was walking around after lunch yesterday. I was taking a walk um, and it felt weird because I was like, why is it so warm? And I wasn't even wearing a thick coat yesterday. I was wearing a rather thin coat and I, I still felt pretty warm. So I took it off. Yeah. And uh, I looked around and it, it felt like spring. It did feel like spring. Yeah. And it's confusing because just weeks ago, it was really cold. Yeah. And it just feels like any of these abrupt changes mm. or unexpected mm. uh, temperature fluctuations are, are a sign that we should be concerned about. So yeah. for now, it turns out we're having an unusual warm February. Yes, yeah, so South Korea recorded the warmest ever February morning temperatures yesterday, Wednesday, mm. uh, with morning lows in many parts of the country exceeding 10 degrees Celsius. <laughs> um, the, the daily minimum temperature in Incheon reached 11 degrees, which was the highest morning low for February recorded since modern weather observations began in 1904. You're kidding. Right. The previous warmest February morning temperature was 8.5 degrees, which was recorded on February 25th of 2010. That's 14 years ago. Yeah, that's right. Now, the highest ever February morning lows were also uh, observed on the East Coast in Sokcho with mm. 13.2 degrees Celsius. Gangneung and Donghae also saw record high February morning lows of 13.6 degrees and 10.4 degrees respectively. In Seoul, the lowest morning temperature yesterday was 8.8 degrees Celsius, which was the apparently the fourth warmest February morning since recording keeping began in 1907. So it's not in your head, because I walked around with yeah. a sweater and leggings yesterday. It was yeah. a little too chilly for that, but it I, I could bear it. Mm. And I looked around my neighborhood and Everyone was dressed like they were in California. It was confusing. Yeah. Some had, you know, coats. Some had short jackets. That's right. Some had a sweater like that's me. That's right. People are a little bit confused as to what to wear. <laughs> Smart layers. I think that's right. what we're advised to go mm. about braving the fluctuation today. Now, it really did feel like spring yeah. morning yesterday. So that's because uh, the, the temperatures that we experienced yesterday morning are levels normally observed in early April. Mm. Um, the day's highest temperatures also reached reach 13 to 19 degrees across the country. Now, beginning today, temperatures are expected to sort of come down back to normal levels. Um, it's supposed to rain. It wasn't raining when I left uh, my house this morning, mm-hmm. but I did carry an umbrella with me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so it's a little foggy out there, and I yeah, thought, okay, it's, so it rain's feels coming. humid. Yep, yep, because yep. that doesn't add to the confusion. <laughs> Winter slash spring humidity. That's right. Okay, so brace yourselves for a big uh, well temperature gap throughout the day yeah. and a little bit of drizzle. Yeah, and carry an umbrella with you. All right, on to our final story today. Everything she touches does turn golden, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, she wanted quiet space in Jeju-do, and she somehow made you know living on Jeju Island, and then she's made a comeback. And then she's like, okay, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna make a comeback yeah. and host a talk show. That's right, and it's working. It's working. <laughs> In case you're wondering what we're talking about. We're talking about, about the superstar Lee Hyori. Mm. Um, so she was at Kungmin University mm. yesterday at the gradua- graduation ceremony. Oh, it's graduation season. It's graduation season everywhere. Ah. Um, so she delivered a commencement speech. Uh, she said a bunch of things. She, first mm. of all, uh, thanked the school for inviting her mm. uh, when there's so many other greater alumni <laughs> out there. Uh, come on. I don't think that's what we like her for. Humility. I'm sure she is humble. <laughs> Humble to in her own yeah, and she again humbly acknowledged her rather unconventional academic <laughs> journey. It it took her eight years to graduate from the university because shortly after entering Queen University, she was she picked made her up, debut uh, by someone, a manager, yeah. and she debuted as Fink. Pinker, Pinker, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it apparently was her first uh, ever commencement speech. Mm. This is funny, though. Her being such a superstar and, you know, her being under spot the spotlight all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's been in the spotlight her since her debut life? in the late 1990s. Yeah. She felt that she she, she said she felt uncomfortable <laughs> with uh, the attention and lengthy speeches. <laughs> Which you I thought feel was funny. Uncom- you know what? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I think it's different when paparazzi is chasing you around, you know, banging on your digital island home, mm. as opposed to sitting in front of students who are looking at you wide-eyed to yeah. inspire them. I've heard many commencement mm-hmm. speech givers say... <laughs> Yeah. Everyone is looking at me yeah. and I feel uncomfortable. She's not the first to say that. No, I've heard Conan actually, say that. Right. I, I've heard big business leaders say yeah. that. So. I heard Natalie Portman say that. See, <laughs> at it's, Harvard. It, it's what kind of attention yeah. and what level of focus. That's right. Okay, so she is very quotable, yeah. isn't she? Uh, Yodi's message Extremely was simple so. but profound. Yeah, so her basic message was live your, live your life as you want. Uh, she also encouraged students to listen to their inner voice. And pursue paths true mm. to themselves. And uh, uh, I'm not sure if this part would have resonated with these young graduates. Mm. I don't think it would have resonated with me mm. uh, in my late teens mm. or early 20s. But uh, because I'm only starting to understand what she said now, like ah. truly understand at my age. Mm. Uh, she basically said, listen to your voice, the voice of your heart telling you that you're doing great and you deserve to be loved. Uh, she said that the inner voice might be a little small right now and mm. hard to hear, but that it will get louder. So have faith and uh, listen to it and cherish and love yourself. I wish I knew that <laughs> in my early 20s. Yep. Um, I wish I knew, but if I heard somebody tell me this, I, I would have said, okay, sure. Yeah. Nice words. Nice words. I don't think I would have actually gotten it like fully understood the gravity Mm. of that and how important it is and how it it does happen um if you do focus on your inner voice Mm. 
things can happen. That's Your wildest right. dreams can come true. But uh, <laughs> man, I mean, because she's such a one in a million story, yeah. I, I don't know if this hits home or it feels out it of reach. Home, it hit home for me. Okay. And okay. I'm 46. <laughs> I'm 35 and it's hitting home for me too. You know, she advised students to be careful with whom they fret. You know, she's speaking purely out of her own experience. I was going to say. I'm sure she's been through so much more than we have. <laughs> she said, trust nobody above your own self. You know what? Trusting yourself is not such a bad investment. You have to live with not yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, for the rest of your life. You know, one of the first entries I wrote, um, I never share my diary entries. This mm. will be the first and the last uh-huh. is... Uh, the lies that I tell myself and what lies underneath is what's going to eat me alive. So be truthful. Yeah. And it's it's not, I don't tell myself big lies. I don't tell myself I'm Yodi, but, you know, small lies yep, here and yep. there. Like, who am I kidding? Right? I can totally relate with you. Right? Of course. And so eventually it catches up with you. And if you mm. really want to live that the life that you're proud yeah. of, you got to go deep. That's right. <laughs> Take the risk. And really be honest, like almost brutally honest with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yodi is being Yodi. She ended the speech with a bang. Yeah. She said, now enough of me rambling and let's get some music going. And she treated a, a rather delighted audience to a live performance of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, her oh. song. Now, one of the things I love about her is just how she treats her fans. She's always so kind. But with, with honesty, because yeah. I think there's a certain kind of expectation from a K-pop mm. girl group of a certain generation to present themselves yep. a certain way. I understand she's come a long way. Yeah. She's a solo artist, but not everyone takes the right. risk. And she's genuine. Yeah, and, and the fans feel gets, that. Yeah. So before she left the auditorium, mm. she made sure to to walk down and uh, greet and shake hands with the members of the graduating class and uh, everyone was happy. Commencement speeches. <laughs> it could be fun. Yep. You already did it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Erica. Pleasure. Nice to have you back. Thank you. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.